Hi, everyone. Welcome to Humane Voices. Carrie and Austin here with a short episode to let you know that we're taking a bit of time for Thanksgiving. Uh, so no special guests today, but we've definitely got some exciting episodes coming up. So Carrie and I wanted to talk about what's down the pipeline for the end of the year and the new year. So Carrie, how are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to the usual like giant overstuffing next week. Um, and I'm trying to decide exactly which variety of sweet potatoes I'm going to make. Am I going to make roasted sweet potatoes and am I going to cover them with uh, marshmallows? What am I going to do with them? Because sweet potatoes are the thing for me. I love do you have any things. fancy, do you have any like specialty meals that you like to prep for, for mm, the holidays or I, no? I'm kind of bound by what the family likes. So yeah. I try to throw a whole bunch of vegetarian sides in and sort of turn my face away to the, to the other, other things on right. the table. Right. Uh, this right. is, I think this is one of those things that, you know, animal people are constantly trying to negotiate this time of year. Right. Like, but the good thing is, is that I get to host Thanksgiving this year for the first time. So I get to be more in control than I might normally be. There you go. Yes. There you yes. go. Well, that's that's always a that's always a treat where you where you have to force people when they come to your house to eat whatever you cook. So right, that's, exactly. That's Thanksgiving is all about the sides anyway. Everybody will be happy. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's wonderful. Well, awesome. Well, we just we have a couple fun things down the pipeline for new episodes that I wanted to talk about. Um Tiger King 2, did you know, is coming out to Netflix. I don't know if that's exciting no. or not. But we're going to we're going to be we're, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how the sequel holds up. Is it going to be like is it going to be like Speed 2 the movie or is it going to be like an exciting sequel? We'll Leprechaun 6 is Leprechaun. more like it. Yeah. Maybe uh, Tornado like Shark that. 17. <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> We'll see what happens. What is exciting, though, is that we're going to be discussing it with our captive wildlife expert, which we had on for the first kind of post analysis of the first Tiger King that came out because it was such, I don't know, a, a cultural popular thing at the time and the wave was was going. So we talked with them. But uh, yeah. yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how that does. I mean, I think that our problem with Tiger King the first time around is, is you know, like we had we had, you know, I think anybody who's engaged on these issues would really hope that Tiger King would turn into this great moment of awareness about the sort of issues that the, these animals who are kept in these places really face. And it sort of turned into more of this like weird personality story. And I, I really hope that if they, you know, since they're doing the second season, that maybe we get a little bit more of a perspective of these animals who have clearly been suffering under this guy's care yeah. Um, yeah. for many, many years now. Um, yeah. You know, I hope it does a better job about that. It's a really good point. I think I think it was hard because for us to watch because we feel like they missed the mark a little bit when it comes to awareness and education, like you were saying. So we'll see. Maybe it's a redemption and we'll see, you know, did they get it right? Did they get it wrong? We'll we'll discuss. So right. Something less, a little less on the quirky, the quirky characters and more on the fact that these quirky characters have been doing terrible things to animals <laughs> for a long, long time. How quirky. Yeah. Quirky. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's it'll be exciting. We'll see, you know, what what ends up happening. Um, another episode we have down the pipeline. So very exciting news. New Jersey became the eighth state to ban the sale of cosmetics testing on animals, Incredible which is very exciting. News. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. So we'll be talking again with one of our experts on the topic and, you know, might even include some exciting federal legislation. Ooh. 
Ooh, Ooh, so this stay is tuned. very exciting. That federal <laughs> legislation, I know it's a hot, hot thing. Everybody gets really excited about federal legislation, but this is one where if, if it gets if it gets reintroduced and actually moves ahead, it is an incredible moment for animals, even, even if it's if it's hard to, you know, get really juiced up about federal legislation. This is one of those things that's really challenging because it's like, you know, there's it's a very complex topic, but it's one of those things that can make a huge impact. So we're really hoping that we see something on it soon. Right, right. And it is driving change. And there is a lot of momentum. New Jersey, like we said, is the East state. You know, there are other states throughout this year that we'll, you know, talk about in the episode that have also followed suit. So it's exciting to see this momentum of animal welfare in the cosmetic space taking place. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, And of course, before we end the year, we cannot end the year without talking to our favorite person, our president and CEO, Kitty Block. Uh, We somehow squeezed into her very busy schedule um, to have her on the show. And we're going to discuss what kind of year 2021 was for animals. So it's always tough to get Kitty because she's out there, you know, rock climbing, flying through the air with the greatest of ease, et cetera. So when we have to interrupt her superhero schedule to get her to talk to our little podcast, it's always a delight. I know it's it's true. You you said it best. I, I thought that was all confidential information. So I'm glad that <laughs> glad that you were able to share. Yeah, <laughs> now we're gonna have people trying to get Kitty's cape. That's no good. <laughs> uh, maybe we can auction it off at a future event. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's, it's Kitty. Kitty. It's a yeah. Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Kitty. Exactly. No, we always have fun with with Kitty. And I think the was it the last time? No, it was two years ago. We had her in the studio. I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, it seemed like so long ago that that we were actually physically in the studio, but um, yeah, and exactly, yeah. and we managed to survive that without her hitting us with her laser beams for eyes, which exactly. was great. Yeah. Well, again, yeah, I still got the burn marks. All these in my secret roof, but... kitty skills that we yeah. talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are some of the exciting episodes we have down the pipeline. In terms of recent news, I kind of wanted to chat with you a bit about you know, something a little bit harder to to discuss and talked about. There was a, re- a recent investigation in early November that found there was a huge auction in Iowa where, um, unfortunately, animal trophies were being sold to the highest bidders. And it was not for the faint of heart. It was the, the footage was honestly pretty shocking. And we'll, you know, put the footnotes in the episode, the links that you can see yourself. But just the sheer number of animal trophies that Super were in disturbing. this warehouse, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, imagine like, you know, you know, when you're driving around on Saturdays and you see those signs for yard sales in your neighborhood and there's all bun- a bunch of like random schlock on people's yards. And this is, a, imagine that, but with hundreds of animal bodies and body parts instead, and essentially like basically being dumped in this space and resold by people who had decided, I mean, I guess we could say maybe there's a sign that this is sort of good if people have decided they don't want them in their houses, like maybe yeah. that's a good thing, but they are already dead. So, you know, it's not a huge victory. I mean, if, if, if people are starting to recognize that keeping dead animals and dead animal parts in their, in their home homes is not going to, you know, be the sort of thing that welcomes guests and scores them uh, shot in architectural digest. Maybe that's a good trend, but <laughs> those animals are still dead. And this was still a pretty disgusting display. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, yeah. I don't think AD takes applications for a lot of animal Ugh. home decor. That is Thank something that, yeah. that they don't want, but no, I, I, it's, it's horrible. And it also, I mean, I think that folks are starting to realize, you know, they don't want grandma's 
elephant leg table anymore Ugh. or something. You, you know, that's something that you don't want in your house. And right. it, unfortunately, even grandma doesn't want it, which is why it was at the auction. Right? Exactly. Yeah. She's pushing it back. Yeah. No, but but seriously, the 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 home decor that people were seeing, in addition to the full, I mean, just dead giraffes and mm. polar bears and grizzly. It was it was really shocking to see yeah. a lot of the stuff and some of the images of of the home decor that they've created out of these uh, dead animals just for for either bragging rights or for for trophies or something that you could show and brag to people. It's just yeah, it was it's super it was gross. Great. Yeah. I mean, gross. and you know, it was a really sort of visual uh, example of why we're trying to work so hard to end trophy hunting, because this is this is the kind of output. It's dead animals yeah. being you know, sold off and ki- like killed and, and, and frequent, frequently in just really terrible ways for just ri- ridiculous, tacky, grotesque displays. Yuck. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And and now it, it complicates things because now we're in this digital age of of shopping and there were actually online bidders that would purchase the items and then shipping was offered for some of the items. <laughs> so does that get into like state laws of transporting all these things? And so just like you said, Carrie, the work that we're doing is really trying to make a stop and impact change to stop, you know, what's what's happening in this trade and the warehouse and the investigation here. So you can find more information on the website notes. We'll put the links there. But um, we should we should, I think, Carrie, end it on a, a little bit happier of a note. One of the questions now that we're leaving for the holidays, leaving for Thanksgiving, a little bit of a of a break. Our producer, of course, uh, asked a very poignant question of us. What is one thing that you are looking forward to or that you are thankful for this Thanksgiving holiday? I'm thankful that no one in my family has ever tried to give me an elephant foot waste paper basket. (laughs) I am very thankful for that. You know, I think that around Thanksgiving, all of us have to deal with these issues uh, coming together at the table and trying to avoid certain political subjects. But I am very happy to say that no one at my table is going to be advocating for elephant leg coffee tables, which I'm very, very delighted by. That is a plus. No, no, no. Oh gosh, no trophies, yeah. no grotesque trophies for your family. Yeah. And That's coffee. Great. Coffee is the other thing I'm grateful for every single day. <laughs> every day I'm grateful for coffee. Beautiful, beautiful coffee. Can't underestimate the coffee. Yeah. Uh, uh, How about you? You know what? I would have to say I am really grateful again. I, I would say I feel like a lot of people are in the are in the same footing here. Last year, I didn't really have a Thanksgiving. Right. I, totally. I, I'm happy to see family this year. Yeah, so absolutely. Like you said, it's going to be, I'm sure, the politics and all of the things are going to fly. But but truly being with people that you love is is very, very fun and exciting for me to look forward to. So, yeah, I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, also very grateful. I'm grateful for you, Carrie. I'm grateful for our producer, uh, Chad and Pat. Thank you so much for, um, such a fun show this year. It's been so fun the past years that we've been doing it. Can't wait to do some more episodes. um, Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that I am grateful for on about this show and about, you know, our work generally is that with all the terrible things going on in the news, we are surrounded all the time by people who are working to make it better, which is incredible. Exactly. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I think that's the note that we have to wrap up on. It's 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 a great one. We're really looking forward to. And uh, unless, you know, there anything, anything else that we should add or want to talk about on the show, Carrie? We could always 
circle back to Leprechaun 6, but I think that that's probably a little bit off off target now. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think you and I and uh, maybe producer Chad will will have a separate podcast okay, about okay. movies. Okay, right, we'll that's get good. into the minutia of Leprechaun that's Six, good. All right. the artistic choices that were there. Perfect. So, perfect. Um, all right, that's all we have for today's show. To catch up on any episodes while we're gone, you can always head to humanesociety.org for more information. And thanks so much. Have a great holiday, and we'll see you soon on Humane Voices. Bye, everyone.